Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jared, the football genius, Burgess. I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. And we know that you haven't heard this voice in a long, long time, but we are yeah. bike. <laughs> we Guess bike. who's back? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, yeah. I tried to do that with with a little music on uh, Instagram earlier, but I'm so. I'm so social media nonsense. Oh my god, I got you. I'm gonna I'm welcome you back. Don't worry, I got. You. I'm gonna put something out there to welcome you back for sure. You know, it's funny stuff. Like you know, we do this podcast, and I think you know, even even if people people know us, um, and even if they don't, I'm sure that they know that we speak outside of this podcast, right? And so, you know, um, even with that, the past few weeks. It's been probably a month and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, just the the amount of time that we dedicate to this podcast and the amount of time that mm-hmm. we speak because of it, um, we hadn't spoken as often. Now, listen, guys, we speak continuously. Like there probably isn't a, isn't we may go a day or two. Yeah, you know, that's about as not far texting. as it goes. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah. that's that's as far as it goes. But yeah, it's yeah. still not be on this platform and not be able to speak and not you know what i'm saying talk yeah. and do our our weekly meeting yeah you know, we talk about everything else but we talk right. about everything else we spend about, about an hour and a half before we actually right. do like yeah it's life stuff just yeah. yeah yeah and so like to to not have that into the other day when it just was like golly it's been that long like, yeah <laughs> i felt every moment of it i don't yeah. know yeah no i did too you know what i'm yeah. saying like now I, I did have some stuff to kind of occupy me. Oh, just a little, just a wee <laughs> just bit. A little bit. <laughs> but you know, this this podcast is, has, you know, been such a huge part of our lives for the last three years. Yep. Like I'm, I, I was talking to uh, Ronnie earlier, and she was like, "Yo, this is episode one fifty." I was like, "Yo, like we've been doing this for a long time, Steph. A long time." And it's funny because Corey said last week after we were done, he said, oh, you're a pro at this thing because I got stuff the way I have it set up. He right. was like, oh, dang, I should have done. He was like, but you're an old pro at this now. So uh-huh. OG. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> OG like, podcaster. Okay. Yeah, I, I, got, I got my podcasting on, girl. I'm like, yes, let me get this thing right, girl. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, no, um, this is it's amazing. Uh, it's I won't lie and say there haven't been times with the moving and the just struggles and stuff that I'm like, do right. we keep doing this, God? Like, is this, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I just feel like we pour our hearts into this for mm-hmm. a reason. Right. And it is whether it's one person or a million people, right. we are honoring him with this. Definitely. And so I just thank him for the opportunity. Again, thank you for pushing me, <laughs> pushing me <laughs> to do this. It has 
it has not only grown me in this in this realm, but in my professional life, it has made the. I mean, I just can knock stuff out that I used to yeah. be very uncomfortable doing now without even thinking about it because we've done this for the last right. three years, and so it isn't just. We know God. He's so intentional. Right. And everything he does is not just what you see. It's got ramifications. Right. Yeah. And so I just feel like even this, even though, you know, we do it, we would do it if it was one person listening every week. Right. Um, I feel like he's going to, uh, it's time for a shift and some things are about to happen. Definitely. And we're going to see some fruit. Not that we don't need the fruit, but we're gonna right. see we're gonna fruit. see some yeah. we're gonna see some fruit from from this. Um right. and whatever that looks like. It doesn't necessarily mean monetary, but we will take it. But that's not I'm just saying we will <laughs> but I, I do monetary. feel like right. <laughs> I do feel like the 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 efforts God has watched us be diligent and be right. good stewards over this. And I feel like he is going to honor that. Um, yeah. And I feel like that comes in the form of something even as, as simple as us getting on campuses because time is now we will be, you know, when school starts back in August, I think we're going to be good, right? Too. So yeah. I feel like it'll be an opportunity for us to, I'm hoping to, you know, be at Jackson State and at Howard and H-U. I'm going to say, you know, that other H. Um, I'm, I'm, we're going to have to go. I'm just saying it's 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 going to have to happen. We, and then, we we, we gonna, gonna have to. We gonna go. We gonna, gonna work with them from afar. No, we're it's not. like no. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> nah, nah, we. And, and you know that's one of the campuses. Honestly, I'm looking forward to going to. You know, yeah. um, you know, we we joke and laugh about, or or we play around with the the rivalries of all of our black colleges. But yeah, um, I was on a, a show on Tuesday, um, at. at uh, the outlet, outlet conversations or candid conversations at the outlet. And um, one of the hosts, he is a FAMU grad. Mm-hmm. And we took our little jabs back and forth. But yeah. the one thing, that, the one constant was like, yo, um, there is a, a a camaraderie that we have, you Absolutely. know, mm-hmm. that um, is unmatched. And, and I yeah. love it. You know what I'm saying? So even yeah. if we take our little digs at each other and talk about which Black college is number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's still like, some love absolutely um, when you run into somebody who who graduated from the HBCU. Absolutely. So I see us Bethune Cookman. We're gonna be all yeah. over. I just, all I'm up. just speaking it all up. Well, I'm just speaking it into existence in this moment in front of everybody. Um Pastor Michael Todd did a serve a sermon one day about uh mark my words. Okay. And so this is a he said when you say stuff out loud to people. Yeah. It's you showing God, like, no, I really mean it. Like, yeah. I believe that you're gonna. I believe so, it. So I'm, I'm my, saying, mark my words. Yeah. We are going to be on on HBCU, well, college period, but particularly mm-hmm. HBCU campuses around this country look, this look. fall. I was about to say, and I'm gonna add this fall. This fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy because I can see how, you know, some of the decisions that I wanted to make just out of sheer comfortability God mm-hmm. was like nope mm-hmm. nope no you're not gonna yeah. get this full-time job over here because it's gonna limit the work that I have for you and so 
Um, I'm about to be in that space. You yeah. know, I'm about to be in that same mm-hmm. space. Like, mm, I keep looking at stuff. And he like, mm, that ain't, mm, mm, right. no, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Doing for a reason. <laughs> wait, what's happening, sir? It's, but it's, it's, it's okay. un- and as uncomfortable as it is, like, God is still putting the resources in place. Amen. You know. Amen. And so I'm just, I'm anxious to see what it is, but not so anxious that I'm just like, God, I right, hurry up. No, you know, I'm, he, I, it I, is a little hurry up in there. I ain't yeah, gonna lie, say. Lord, I, <laughs> it ain't no need of me to front up in here. It's a little hurry up in there for me, but I get it. I'm Her still patient, and 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 in your timing, it will be right. Yes, yes. yes. So, so I'm excited for what's what we're that you're back. I'm excited for what's to yes. come. I'm excited for just who will get to touch. I'm just I'm. Yeah. I'm ready to get back. I just said that to somebody the other day. It's a hole in my spirit, in my soul, mm-hmm. because I haven't worked with athletes like this wow, in right? that way in a while because mm-hmm. of COVID and just moving. And right. I'm ready. Like, let's go. Let's go. I'm with me too. <laughs> me let's too. go. I said to my client this morning, I had a coaching call this morning, and he's an athlete, former athlete. And I said, I said, um, yeah, I think I'm clear. I'm supposed to coach athletes, but not just as a life coach, but as a spiritual coach. Cause our call went all the way left. Yeah. And it went into this and he and he the words he used just brought peace to my spirit. He said, You are the way that you break things down from a spiritual standpoint, and the way that you make it sound you're not being judgmental you're not talking over people's heads you're not doing any of that kind of thing he said it's like listening to your coach give a game plan oh wow oh wow i love that analogy i know that's what i said i was like oh that's so deep (laughs) like okay oh uh yeah i'm ready to game plan with athletes in that realm even in the spiritual um side of things but again we talking all of this because god's about to move and we just need to say it publicly we need to the yeah. things that birds net all of it yeah. is it's it's about to birth forth i feel like we're in a we coming up on a manifestation we're gonna see fruit yeah because oh we've god. been being good servants to what he's given us right well, try to be anyway. I know right. we ain't always, <laughs> but try to be good servants to what he's given us. And this podcast is definitely one of those things. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So thank y'all for listening. I know we can stop the show now because that was a whole mess. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's jump into this who's really right. Yes. Let's go because we ain't did this we ain't right. We, we ain't had no arguments in a long time. <laughs> Yes. Um, this this who's really right is based on the NFL season ending. And we know that every time the NFL season ends, there's always a bunch of different storylines about what's gonna happen next season. Right. And that right. carries over into the league year ending, and then there's mm-hmm. a bunch of transactions that happen mm-hmm. following, right? right. So right. league year ends, I believe, March 15th, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, which is about a little over two weeks from today. Okay. Um, or a little less than three weeks, or however you want to put it. <laughs> um, and I thought a, a, 
a good who's really right would be to kind of tack the two top quarterback changes that people foresee for this year. Yeah. And so the first one is a man that you are very familiar with. <laughs> Look, these are two of Actually, my both life. of them are, both are men like, that you are very familiar yes, with. Yes, I'm happy to have this conversation. Right. Let's go. <laughs> yes. So number one is Aaron Rodgers. And we know that mm-hmm. last season, we all thought last season would be his first season somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But they worked out their issues and it looks like they were able to do a very friendly contract that would allow for him to either stay in Green Bay or move on and go somewhere else without a whole bunch of, you know, um, a whole bunch of issue or without incidents. Yeah. And Jimmy Garoppolo, who is in San Francisco. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look, I felt I felt that because you was just like, like I'm sorry, I just saw his face. Like, go ahead, go ahead. Um, it looks like he's going to end up going somewhere else. But for both of these men, there's a possibility that they can stay with their teams. And so I thought it'd be fun for us to kind of guess where each of these quarterbacks are going to end up this year. So okay. let's start with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you let me know where do you see. Aaron Rodgers for the 2022 NFL football season? So I have a strong hunch and Mm -hmm. I have a where he'd be best. Okay. Strong hunch is he'll be a 49er. Ooh. Okay. Strong hunch. I did consider that one, but I felt like I'll talk about it when that's my goal, but strong I did consider that one, but strong hunch, I, I, I can see that. Hunch. They, that. That is the piece that is not getting them over the hump. As beautiful mm. as Jimmy G is, they need a stronger quarterback okay. than, than him. And I feel like that's Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's a no-brainer, really. Like, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, now, where I think he would, where he, where he need to go <laughs> is Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. Hmm. I just knew that we would have like some similarity on this one, but okay, Tampa Bay. I, I yeah, I feel like Tampa Bay would be where he needs to go. Okay. Um, it's a smooth, clear. I think he and um Bruce Arians will get along famously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are the only quarterback that I can think of that really. I mean, you took you had to fill the shoes of Brett Favre. Okay. First Farm's a legend. Yeah. And you did it seamlessly. It was not, it, it wasn't even, it wasn't, does anybody even remember? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? It was almost seamless. It, and so yeah. I feel like it's going to take somebody like Aaron Rodgers to come fill Tom Brady's shoes at this point. Okay. Okay. Now, what do you see okay. Jimmy G on? My house. No. Uh-oh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, Stephanie's flesh rising up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um no, but seriously, um, I feel like he's going to end up in Carolina. 
Wow, okay. I feel like he's, I don't know what they're going to do about your boy, though. Because he ain't it. Who? What's his name? Sam Donald. Uh, he ain't it. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I think they, I think they understand that now. Yeah, he's not it. He's not yeah. the answer they were looking for. And so. They sure enough um, gave up so much to get, to get him. I know. But they can send him on to, to San Francisco. It's fine. Yeah. But. <laughs> It's fine. He's the quarterback guru, remember? Yeah, <laughs> Let yeah. him make him into something that he's right. not, right? Mm-hmm. Send him to the quarterback guru. Um, and so, yeah, but I feel like Carolina is where he would end up. Okay. This oh, and let me say this. I feel like that Aaron, if he went to the 49ers, mm-hmm. they would be unstoppable with him and old crazy Kyle Shanahan. Well, I, I think... I think the one, I think in a vacuum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because only considering just the move of Aaron Rodgers going to San Francisco and not considering what San Francisco would have to give up in order to get him. True. You know, automatically, Debo Sam, there's no way you keep him and have Aaron that you keep him and get Aaron Rodgers. There's no, there's no way you're giving up Debo Sam. I don't. That's yeah. a dumb move. If you do it, it's a dumb move. That's why I don't think that Aaron Rodgers, because I, I considered that one. Yeah. I don't think Aaron Rodgers it's goes true. to San Francisco for that reason. Now, this has nothing to do with this who's really right, but this is the reason why I don't think that Jimmy G stays in San Francisco, and this is why I don't think Aaron Rodgers goes to San Francisco. I think Tom Brady is going to come back, and he's going to be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. I thought about that. I thought about that because see, he's not, he's the factor that we are not putting in this. We not, right. Right. And so I thought about that. Right. I did. I did. That's, that's the only, that's the only reason that I wouldn't have said, you know, going to stay, mm-hmm. even though I personally feel they made it to the 49ers made it to yeah. the conference championship. Absolutely. I think that they put a little too much you know, um, they put a little too much um, of the the woes of the offense on Jimmy G. Jimmy G is 31 and 14 as a starter, and that cannot be ignored. Okay. And, and it's not as if we'll say, oh, well, he's just had Kyle Shanahan because he, he, he won without Kyle Shanahan. Right. He won with Belichick. Right. Without Belichick, and I think that there is something that he does that is not tangible, and that's the reason why I don't think that the Niners trade him without knowing if they're going to get Tom Brady over there. Because I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Because if he was, they would have been equipped to start Trey Lance this postseason. Uh huh. Yeah, because out. the fact that the way that you won against the, the Packers. Right. Was an indicator that it is not about your quarterback. <laughs> you got to do something about you that. Do something, yeah. uh, that ain't working. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But, That'll be, I, I guess if you want, I, I mean, really, Tom Brady just gets to do what he wants to do. So he does. It is what Go it privilege. is. Oh, privilege. That's yeah. great. Way to put it. <laughs> so, all right. So these are my two my two hard stances. One team for each of these quarterbacks. 
Next year, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the quarterback of my Washington Commanders. Of course you would say that. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. It makes sense and it fits. We have a couple of pieces that we can give up that would be valuable to Dude. San Francisco. Got it. Okay. But that would still allow us to be competitive. Okay. We have a couple of D linemen that I know we can dangle for them. We okay. ain't giving up Chase. Oh, we you see me looking like, I know you're not talking about nah, Chase. We're not, no. we not giving up Chase. Okay. I'm like, um, whoa. We have a draft pick somewhere around 15, 16 that we could give up. Because mm -hmm. I, I do believe that it will probably take a first round pick from somebody to get Jimmy G. Um, and we got a couple of receivers. Yeah, we, okay. Huh? He cute and all, but I don't understand that. But go yeah. ahead. <laughs> but I think that we are trying to win with defense. We don't need to pay a whole bunch for a quarterback. So the cap hit of about 25 million is, is pretty good for us. It allows us okay. to, to sign some other free agents. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that move probably makes the most sense for both parties. Now, Aaron Rodgers, peep this. Aaron Rodgers is going to Tennessee. Wait, what about your bromance? Oh, 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 we I didn't text you about that. No, what happened? Yes, no, no, I texted you during the game. <laughs> and get, get him out of here. Your bromance get him is out of here. Your <laughs> bromance is over. You don't sack a quarterback nine times and lose the game. Your the, Tannehill basically handed the game to the Bengals. And I was expecting the Titans to go to the Super Bowl. So um, I'm off. I'm off him. I'm off him. Aaron Rodgers is going to now Tennessee. You see, now you see what I've been at all. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I mean, okay. in fairness, he did get them to the number one seed. In fairness. But he played so bad. He played so bad during that first game in the divisional round that all the goodwill that he had earned, he he flushed that down the toilet. So Aaron Rodgers to Tennessee. Oh, I just Garoppolo don't know if that's a big enough mark. I mean, my thing, uh, I know that Wisconsin is not this huge, you know, when you think about it as far as markets go. Right. But it's a huge football state. Right. So while it might be small in size, it's huge in the the reach. Mm -hmm. I don't know that Tennessee is big enough for Aaron Rodgers. I think that they have a ready-made win-now team, and I think well, that I even if they have... excited to play with with Derrick Henry. Oh yes, and that defense. Yeah, that defense is nice, man. Yeah. Like. And, and I think they'll be able to bring back close enough to without the pieces that they're giving up, close enough to that same team that ended up being the number one seed. So I think that um, I, I think that Tennessee is where he goes. I don't think he'll go to Tampa Bay. I'm going to tell you who I think goes back to Tampa Bay. Back to Tampa Bay? Back to Tampa Bay. You better not say Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Think about this. Because Jameis Winston only had one year yeah. in the system. Right. You pretty much gave up Jameis Winston and you gave up on the project of having him and having him be this 
huge deep ball threat. Mm-hmm. You gave up on him for the goat. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like you. There was if if there was no Tom Brady coming to Tampa, you don't give up on Jameis Winston because of you know uh, Bruce Arians' philosophy is no no risk it no biscuit, right? And so Jameis Winston is going to risk it. <laughs> uh, as long as he's his blood pressure is in a good space, um, I'm talking about Bruce Arians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because you you just need to know that that risk it also comes with him throwing interceptions, baby. So well, well we saw the same thing with Tom Brady in his first year, right? Because just be, by nature of that offense mm-hmm. and the volume, the sheer volume of the amount of times that you're going to throw the ball, right? You're going to turn the ball over. Now, what happens is in that second season, you know, with with more of an understanding of the offense, you cut down on those turnovers. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. you know how I feel. Right. Tom Brady cuts down <laughs> on the number because because of the person that Tom Brady it, he's psycho. I'm learning yeah. more and more. He's psycho well, when it comes to pre- preparation for football. So we, we, I don't know. Does Jameis have that kind of? I, that, I, that's something, and, and this is totally speculative, but that's something that we would see. We didn't get the opportunity to see it because because no. of Tom Brady. But Carson Palmer, we saw the same thing out of him in Arizona. Mm -hmm. First year with Bruce Arians, turned the ball over a lot just by nature of that that offense. And then the very next year, he was able to cut down on the turnovers because he understood it a little more. More, right. And so I I think that that is just a thing about that offense. Okay. Because even when you look to when Bruce Arians got to the Steelers, you know what I'm saying? Like, Big Ben, first yeah. year with him, turned the ball over. Oh, Lord Jesus, yes. I, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is happening? But he yeah. just he just threw the ball a lot more, so. Okay. All right. Well, Y'all I'm let us know. Mine. Y'all let us know. because yeah. So, officially, it's my picks are officially Aaron Rodgers. I want him to go to Tampa Bay. Yeah. I do. That's what I want him to do. <laughs> Um, and there's some some purely selfish reasons in there as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> you say that as you move to Tampa. As I move to Tampa, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Um, but there's also um, I feel like possibly I mean your your argument about the what they'd have to give up makes sense. But I'm gonna stick with my with my guns. I'm gonna stay with it. So San Francisco. Yeah. For Aaron in Carolina, Virginia. Yeah. And yours are Tennessee for Aaron. Washington for Jimmy. Okay. So y'all let us know who y'all think. Do y'all agree or do y'all have your own dark horses or where you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a bunch of opportunity, I feel, but we'll see. Because Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson still on the table. Like, what's going to happen in Atlanta and in Seattle? That's true. Who's really right? (laughs) (laughs) Real good topics. Yes. All right. So I think, I think with the real good topics that we have today, I think that um, this one right here is probably the first topic. It's probably the topic um, (laughs) 
that that I want to talk least about. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Oh man, you know, and and yeah. the reason is because I feel like at this point, um, and, and this is worthy of talking about just because of the nature of how it came up out, but I feel like some of the networks that we go to for sports are kind of at this point just running like every story is about him and it's like are we still arguing about who the goat is just because we saw lebron and mj at the 75 like at the 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 75 greatest players in the nba like okay we've had this debate for long enough however you feel about the two is where you're going to land like can we please stop talking about them but now i feel like with the other sports shows they're just it's it's become lebron centric mm-hmm. but we have to talk about this because he said something that made the sports world say huh so you brought it to them. You, they weren't. Yeah, they were talking about you, but you you just right. keep the you're you keep keeping the dialogue going with stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, also, it's like when you get asked kind of a pointed question like this because this this conversation happened during All Star Weekend. Yep. All Star Weekend was in Cleveland, right? <laughs> so yep. to introduce you guys to what we're talking about, because I know you're getting tired of the intro. Um, LeBron made the announcement that. Um, not ruling out a comeback to the Cavs. Um, how'd you feel about it? My first instinct was, why are you being stupid? Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, so when he left the Cavs the first time and the sheer, to me, the sheer disrespect of people it was the audacity of like you, like LeBron was your property. Mm-hmm. And, and so the betrayal you felt, the way that you expressed that, that feeling, um, all of that just kind of put a real bad taste in my mouth about him being in Cleveland in the first place. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when you went back the first time, I, I know it was this, that is home. Mm-hmm. And there's this love, you want to bring something to home. And you ignored right. all of what people had said and done and just mm-hmm. said, I'm going to focus on the fact that I want to bring this to my hometown, right? Grace and mercy. And, and favor and everybody else mm-hmm. was involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, when you made the decision to go to the Lakers, so leave again to go to the lake, I this time I feel like the only reason it would make sense to me is if he has some strong inkling that the Cavs are going to draft Bronny. Right. Because he has said he wants to stay and play with his son. Mm-hmm. So if that is your, I guess I need to know more of your reasoning, but just on the surface level, it just seems like, why would you, don't do that. Don't even have, even if that might be in the back of your head because you want to retire as a Cav, maybe. I'm just trying to say, what are your possible reasonings? And I don't care what it is. Keep it to yourself. So, and I'm not saying this about you. I'm saying this about the larger media in general. It's we want vulnerability and truthfulness from our athletes until they are 
vulnerable and truthful about something that we don't think they should be, right? And this isn't this is this isn't this isn't to you. This is to uh, Stephen A. Smith and a couple of those other guys who um, who said, "Oh, why would he say something like this or anything like that?" To me, if you look at the entire argument, I mean, not the argument. You look at the entirety mm -hmm. of the interview. The mm -hmm. question was asked, like, "Hey, is it a possibility?" that you could come back and play for Cleveland because mm -hmm. I believe if I'm not mistaken it was the athletic who did the interview mm -hmm. um and his response was more so of like you know I would never rule that out like you know I don't know what 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 the future holds so it's not that I mean I think the, the Bronny isn't eligible to come out until 2024 yeah if I'm not mistaken yeah 2024 um, a lot can happen between now and then. I think him saying that is a not, oh yeah, like I may come back to Cleveland. It's like, y'all know that I'm trying to play with my son because he says that in this article. Mm -hmm. Y'all know that I'm trying to play with my son. Right. So why would I rule out going back to Cleveland right. knowing that if that's, where, he could if be, that's yeah. where my son goes, that's where yeah. I'm going to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it could be Dallas. It could be yeah, yeah. asking me specifically about Cleveland. And so yeah. when I answer the question, the, the, the way that this gets turned and manipulated, it, it turns into, oh, LeBron's not ruling out going back to Cleveland as opposed to, um, or, or LeBron is thinking about going back to Cleveland right. as opposed to LeBron doesn't rule out going back to Cleveland. And I'm not, and let me be clear, my, my gripe is not about LeBron's choices. Right. My, yeah. my, my gripe in this is don't say it out loud. Right. Like, it, you know, and, and I, to your point of vulnerability, he has the right to say whatever he wants to right. and whatever. But I think there are sometimes when it's just smart mm -hmm. <laughs> for your own good, not to, you know what I mean? Like we have to be, this is something I'm learning as a human being myself, being careful about not saying everything. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm because I'm an open book and that's a problem because it's not always a good thing. Right. That's true. Some stuff you just be like, you know what? I would have just responded and said, I'm willing to go wherever I need to go mm -hmm. when the time comes. If the time comes and I leave L.A., I'll go where what 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 suits me or what's best for me. So I, I'm so the reason why, and, and that's why I didn't want to talk about this because it always feels like I'm. Uh, of course, you're going to defend him. I'm going to. Def it feels like I'm always defending LeBron. You are, yes. Um, I, I think though that with this in particular, because if, if LeBron does something where I'm just like, all right, come on, guy, then then I'll say it. Yeah. But something like this, like the one thing that I've been seeing all of this year no matter how well LeBron is playing, the fact that the Lakers aren't doing well, and I know that he has to be hearing and seeing this too, is that the Lakers fans are fickle. And because he's not a homegrown Laker like Magic Johnson and like Kobe Bryant, some of the things that you're starting to see online is like, oh, Kobe Bryant would never, or oh, Magic Johnson would never. And it's like, even if he really did mean like, I'm not closing the door on going back to Cleveland and, and Cleveland is where my heart is. And that's where I think I may likely end up in, mm -hmm. in my career. Okay. Because what you guys as Lakers fans have shown me is that like 
I'm not in this Laker fold that you you have. Right. Forget the fact that I won a championship two years ago. You and know they, what I'm saying? They quickly forget. That is like y'all forgot all about this, and forget the fact that I'm playing lights out in year 18. Everything I do, you scrutinize and compare to Kobe. So, okay, you don't really appreciate me, Lakers fans. I'll go back home where I'm appreciated. Are you? But then are you? I don't know. Like, well, I, I mean, I sports fans, sports fans in general are just fickle. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah, he that's left, my whole point. Like, it don't matter where you end up. Yeah, it's gonna be jacked up. I don't care where you go because right. You know, and I'm, even when you was in Miami, that was a problem for somebody too. So just do you. And that's why I said, just say whatever works best for me. Like, don't even, right. don't even, don't even put it out. Like, yeah, I'll go where it works best and work and, and just leave it at that. Cause you just don't well, know. But well, to your point though, by not even saying, or by closing it up, you give life to the fact that you care about what these people think about your decisions. So if you ask me a pointed question about, okay, where, where I may go, where I may end up, if I don't care about the larger population's feeling about where I go and end up, I'm going to be very honest with you. Now, if I'm trying to protect something or I feel like this may harm or something like that, then, okay, I may be closed-lipped about it. Like if I say, you know, and, and, and one of the things that you can see that there is some sort of issue going on between Anthony Davis LeBron and Laker management. And so, you see how I ain't saying a word. Mm -hmm. LeBron, LeBron is a free agent after next year. The same year that Bronny comes. Well, one year before. Is that? Because that that'll be that twenty twenty three year. Twenty twenty two twenty three. Hmm. That's no, 20, 20, that'd be 23, 24. And then Bronny will come LeBron, out 24, 25. 24, 25. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. <clears throat> okay. So, well, I'm um, just saying. I, I just want you not to, for me, the only reason I have a problem is I want you not to be putting yourself in bad situations and having people to have me making these speculations and talking about what you, like all mm-hmm. of this could have been avoided, right? Because just get them, yeah. get us the blanket statement and be done mm-hmm. with it. And just keep it moving so that you don't put yourself. And I'm not, and I I appreciate what you're saying that he has, he should speak his truth. But mm-hmm. sometimes, again, yeah, it just it ain't worth it. If this is one of them situations, I feel like it wasn't worth it. I, I would agree with you if, if it was one of those things where it's like saying this is going to harm team continuity or team camaraderie or something like that. I will agree. But by saying this, like, truly, what is he harming? His own peace of mind. <laughs> and that's why I was like, he would have to actually, I think he's, I think he would know like, okay, this is going to bother me. So maybe I don't need to say this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he's been in the media so long. I think he, he probably, like, and I feel like he's very calculated. So okay. he would probably have, ignored it and given one of those blanket statements if he felt like okay this is going to disrupt or interrupt something that's why i brought up that i think that there is a little bit of a button of heads with him and lakers management mm-hmm. because i think this also says like oh, i'm yeah. ready to go mm-hmm. i can yeah, go no, in if it. y'all not yeah if y'all not going to do the things 
Because yeah. because he posted a picture of the Rams GM with a shirt that said F those draft picks. Ooh. Right? Oh. Because you know that the, the Rams went all in and traded away yeah. all those draft picks. Right, right. And they won the Super Bowl with it. Right. Well, we, we got some word that Rob Palenka and Lakers management decided to hold on to so the 2027 draft. draft pick, the first rounder, in order to you know, make way for the Lakers' future. Hey, this is your lane because this is the business side of this, right? Like yeah. this is this is where you get into the weeds of it, and it is what it is. <laughs> I, um, I'm all about the person as a human being for, before anything, so that's just where my mindset goes. Yeah, and I'm always like, do what's best for you. Like, yeah. what's gonna be good for you? And you know what I mean. And so. If he's, if it's my favorite thing. I've been saying it lately. Uh, if you like it, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. All right, let's uh, let's transition from that now and go on to what we thought about the All-Star Weekend. The best part, you give your best and your worst part. I think we can agree on what the worst part was. So the best part, hands down for me, was the... 75 celebration. Okay, so I, I we in agreement with that. Hands that was the down. Best part. Right up under it for me would have been Steph in the All-Star yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, that, that was listening. <laughs> that is one. If there's no way that you could dislike Steph Curry, it's just no way. No way. No way. As much as I try to dislike him. And you know I tried. I know you do. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Listen. Wardell. <laughs> like he shoots three pointers like their their layups. I love the I love the confidence in it. That you just he they showed they did a uh Instagram, I think ESPN did like an Instagram mm-hmm. like of, of all of the shots, his three pointers, and how many times he just turned away. Yeah after he let the ball loose because he knew mm-hmm. it was going in. So that in itself, like, whoa, wow, yeah. really? But yeah, no, but the 75 celebration, hands up, I mean, just a beautiful, just to see that happen was beautiful. Um, so that's my best. My worst dunk contest. What was y'all doing? Uh, what, what was happening? Stop we- it. All around, all around in agreement with this one. So I won't even belabor the point. I will say that we've seen enough on YouTube from some of these kids out here that are doing these dunks that I have not seen from any of these NBA players that the NBA, as good of a league as they are about transitioning and giving the fans what they want. Mm -hmm. We've seen enough of these dunks for them to say, let's bring some of these kids in here and have a dunk contest where some of these it's NBA players. Because mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that might make them step their game up too. Right. Because them kids, I, I agree. Like now It looks like they're just coming out there and deciding really what dunk they're going to do on it. the fly. It is. That's exactly, yeah. it feels like that. And it's just not, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, I was like, well, this is bad. Yeah. Like it's it you won, but did you win anything? <laughs> this is when when you see a, somebody, I don't know who caught it, when you see 
who was it? Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Get up and leave. Get up and leave yeah. in the middle of the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. It was a snoozer. It was a snoozer. So, yeah, best and worst, hands down. Those were it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in agreement with those. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to Brian Flores. Yeah. And we know that he has the suit against the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just reported a little less than a week ago that he has made the decision to coach with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Do you think this was a good idea? So I see both sides of this. Mm-hmm. I see it being harmful to his suit mm-hmm. um, in a way that they're like, it's almost like when there's a, a settlement. Mm-hmm. This kind of feels like the settlement kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you took that. So we're not really paying any attention. We're not giving no credence to what you said. Even though his point is, because it's still true, he's not a head coach. The hiring practice does not, the, the problem with the hiring practice does not go away. Mm-hmm. But I know the NFL and the way that business works enough to say oh, yeah. they'll be like, oh, but you took that job. So you're good, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the only problem I see with it. The plus I see to this is you took a job with my boy. Yeah. So working with him, with Mike Tomlin. Right. Um, is the plus that I see for him in this. So I don't see it as a, unless, so if he is adamant about his decision to continue this, the suit, mm-hmm. it's detrimental. Okay. You know what I mean? It, you, mm-hmm. you, you send yourself up, honestly. You send um, yourself up. I, I would agree with you if he took a head coaching job Mm -hmm. because it would have kind of proved their point. But the fact that he went to the only franchise Mm -hmm. who created the Rooney rule and who had a black head coach, coach, I think that makes more of his point of, you know, I I, I did not have an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Only one, only one black head coach was hired this cycle after three was fired. Yep. Um, we are not, we are not, we're not counting the guy who was hired in, in, in uh, Miami. As much as he did to let you know that I'm not a black man, I'm multiracial. Oh. Okay. He doesn't count to what you guys are trying to. Right, right. You're not going to put him out here as no. no example for us. Yeah. Exactly. And, and here's my other thing. Um, the NFL's um, choice for um, counsel against this suit. Dirty. And that right there, like to me, like it, it's, I see that as the same thing as, you know, I see that and, and you know, do what you must. And that's why like, I, I really don't, I, I, I feel a way about attorneys, especially defense attorneys. Um, I feel like there's a selling of your soul that, that you have to do as a defense attorney to represent certain people. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way that I felt when, um, what is the guy who was on, he was on the prosecution team 
for OJ, Christopher Darden. Yeah. When he made the decision that he was going to represent <laughs> um, Nipsey Hussle's killer. Mm. Like, to me, it's very tone deaf. Yeah. And like, where's the solidarity in that? Everybody ain't about solidarity. Some people about their paper, some people about their reputation, which leads to their paper. Right. So... You know what I mean? Like it's, some people, listen, this is not where they are. It's just not their, that's not their, that's solidarity and, mm-hmm. and standing up for, you know, for the culture or for your people or whatever. Right. Not that they don't care. So what? I'm out here for me. Yeah. And so those are the people and, 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 and it is what it is. I'm not judging anybody. That's your thing. If that's what you feel, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that person, so that's not where I am, but right. I don't know how you sleep, but that's not my, again, I'm not judging, not here, mm-hmm. neither or neither there, I'm but I'm saying it is just not a good feeling and not a good look from our perspective. Yeah. It's people who are watching what's happening, it's just not a good look, and I, so I, all I'm going to say, this is the last I'm going to say, I hope that his suit is not compromised by this because yeah. I feel like it was a good thing for him, right? As a man who needs to take care of his family, yeah, and a man who gave up millions, yeah, by, to do the right thing, pursuing this to because he right could have stayed quiet and signed a separation agreement to get the rest of his what he was owed for being fired, right, right. and the rest of his contract, right? So I just I pray for him that that's what happens for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Michigan and Wisconsin. That's right here. Got into a ball. No, they didn't. No. Well, they did, but mm-hmm. go ahead. It, it didn't start like that. No. <laughs> you can take the man out of Detroit, but you can't even take Detroit out of the man. And you know when I text you, that ain't what I said, but yeah. that's what I said. <laughs> yep. I decided to keep it PG for the podcast. I appreciate it, but you know exactly what he means. If you know, you know. Look, if you know, you know. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, but this was the first topic that we were like, oh, this is this is the one. Yeah. For sure. Talk about this. For sure. Oh man. So Juwan Howard, who is the head coach of the University of Michigan's men's basketball team, uh, made a decision after he you know, felt like Wisconsin's coach slighted their team by being up by so many points and deciding to call the timeout. Um, He had a couple of words with one of the coaches and then he took a swing, which erupted into a bit of a kerfuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a kerfuffle. Uh It was a bit of a kerfuffle. Uh Between the University of Michigan and the University of Wisconsin programs. Yeah. What did you think when you saw this? First of all, because you sent it to me, I think it's how I first saw it. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, what did I just watch? Right. I was like, wait, wait I got to go back. Because I, I, I need just to see, see what happened. Did I just see Jawan have put his paws out there on somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what a minute. Wait, what happened? <laughs> um, and so I was able to watch it you know, because people were dissecting it. And and so I watched a few different um, shows about it. And I think 
the one thing that I, I got to, I am not defending him because mm -hmm. he was wrong. Mm -hmm. Period. Period. You got to, you, you're a professional man. You it's are as a head coach, your kids are watching. Why do you think the brawl came after this? Because they watching you for how to cues or how to act. So right. I am not defending him because this is not professional behavior. This is not okay as a black man because they already, it's too many things wrong mm -hmm. with you doing this. However, I got a problem with the fact that it got spun in this way that he is the angry black man that just mm -hmm. did something to this poor, helpless white man who never did anything to him. And the coach from Wisconsin played that thing all the way. Oh, I don't mm -hmm. know why he was so, bruh, if you watch the video, you see, this is when we watch these TikToks and different videos of, mm -hmm. of, of um, people who, uh, 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 this is white privilege kind of stuff, those yeah. kind of white privilege videos. Mm -hmm. This is an example of that, in my right. opinion, because yeah. you grabbed his, he said, bro, don't touch me, bro. He, he told you what he felt and mm -hmm. he was trying to move on. He really was trying to move on right. because- and I don't know if you all remember a few years ago, he had a run in with another coach mm -hmm. where he told a man he'd kill him. Yeah. Okay. So he got a bit, a wee bit of a temper. So mm -hmm. he knew I need you to just back up because mm -hmm. I know me, right? He was right. trying to do, don't touch me. We good, bro. Mm -hmm. But you were insistent that he will go hear you out about your reasoning. So you grab his arm to stop him from going. Mm -hmm. A lot of that's people didn't show that part. That's the part that did not get seen. And that's mm -hmm. not the part you wanted people to see. Right. So that is my, that is my, if I got a beef with the media thing about it, it was that because you all made it seem like he just hauled off and just did what he did without any provocation, but there was, he was provoked. I'm still saying you got to hold yourself together better. Yeah. than that period but it's not that he just all of a sudden was so mad that he just did this that's the, you want to make him look like a monster right and say oh look at what he did and then of course here we are i can't remember the coach's name i don't know why he you know why he don't play mm -hmm. you grabbed that man arm right and you were holding him you were restraining him from moving on mm-hmm and that was why it happened. So I saw Patrick Ewing said, let's just ix the whole shaking hands after yeah. the game. Let's just sneak that. Like it, it's not whatever. Right. Everybody ain't got good sportsmanship. Okay. Let's just be done with it. And, and in situations like this, the emotions were high. And just, yeah, you go to your locker room, we go to ours. Just be rude to each other. That's what right. you know, just be rude to each other. You'll avoid stuff like this. Exactly. Just be rude to each other. Yeah. I remember my uh, my husband coaching a, a, a basketball game and blowing his team out. And, the, and I think that I'm going to just be real because my husband coached a lot of white kids, right? Mm -hmm. So when we walked in the gym, I think they thought, it's gonna be easy. Mm -hmm. And so when they blew him out, the coach was hot. Mm -hmm. And he 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 chose not to shake 
my husband's hand. And we were standing there like, really? Like, but now I see you might have just been too too emotional yeah. to feel, sir. And I respect you. So I, I take it back. Because at the time I was like, you a punk, but right. I take it back. <laughs> Take it back. I get it. You might have just been too emotional to really be able to be in that space of being hospitable to somebody, and I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I know that. Look, I'm. I. You know what? I. I, <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. But I. But you said what I was. What I was. You know, going to say like, not a lot of people saw that part. Mm-hmm. That the pulling of the arm and like. You won't yeah. come out here and listen to what I got to say. Yeah, right. You won't and, listen to me. <laughs> yeah. and, and then being a victim in the end, like, I don't know why he was right. responding that way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like the, the punishment he got, mm-hmm. some people feel like he should be suspended for the whole rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a little harsh, but... Um, I feel like it was appropriate. Yeah. What he got was appropriate, but I feel like it was inappropriate yeah. that you didn't get anything. Didn't get anything, right. Because you're not... That part, that that part was terrible. Yes, that part. So <laughs> real roll call. Yes, All you're right, back now. You can I know keep that. Time. I did. I'm about to say. I know that you don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it. It's fine. But, uh, Bust that bit, and I got it. Did I do better? Did huh? I get better? Did I get better? No, no, you did get better. You did get okay, better. Okay, thank you. All right. I, you did. You did. You did. It, it, I th- I want to say out of the six, out of the six episodes, there were only two mm-hmm. where. The time of the real roll call kind of rivaled the time of yeah. real good topics. And yeah. that was the only thing that I was like, you know, um yeah. attempted to deter because I'm like, you know, we That's just need point, to make it a right? one big, yeah, yeah, one big real good topics. But yeah, nah, you after after I sent you that text and I was like, yeah, yeah. you got it. Got I got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was it was good after that. So yeah. Um I I just I'm gonna keep the time only because like um I I think when I told you about it, I was like, you got to check it out so you can see it. But um, I want to say not around the horn. What comes on after around? Pardon the interruption. Mm-hmm. At the end of pardon. So, and that's like how the idea came oh, to yeah, me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's they like, that? they got to hurry up and get through the topics. Yeah. With the, and with that the little time. ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I thought All like right. some type of like thing like this, but I was like, also, I wanted to make sure that we were able to do a, a post edit where we actually see the time running down in the thing. So okay. each of okay. each of these top each of these toxic topics are gonna be a minute long. And as soon as the bell rings, we have to go on to the next topic. I'm good. So we starting off with this black college all-star game. And you are gonna let me know how you feel about it in three, two, one, go. It was cool. I you know you had to kind of give me more information about it, but right. I feel like it's a great opportunity for some of these other kids who are not being like touted as, you know, big names or whatever. It's a great opportunity for them to be seen. It's everywhere you can find to get out there, get out there. Right. Well, so it's something that you brought up that made me think about it a little more, you know, skeptically um, after we talked about it. And that's like, why do we need this? You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate that we need it. And it does give, it's going to give like some kids an opportunity but like, well, why couldn't those kids be involved in the East-West oh. Shrine game or in one of the other uh, all-star games that, you know, mm-hmm. are promoting all of these large talent, all this large talent. And, and, and it's, I, in my opinion, it's unfair. It's yeah. unfair that we got to have a black college uh, combine. Yeah. It's unfair that we got to have a black college all-star game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I Absolutely. don't like it. 
I'm with you. I mean, you know that was my okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. Eddie George mm-hmm. thinks that Texas State, I mean Tennessee, excuse me. Tennessee like State, Texas State? Tennessee State uh University needs a new conference for their football team and go. What do you think? No. I think you ought to take the reins like Dion did and just make it your own. You know what I mean? Like take the yeah. reins and really take your your conference and just make it make it something. Like you don't have to go somewhere else to get what you need. Right. Well, I, so personally, like all of these black colleges who made the decision that they're going to go into um, conferences with pre- predominantly white institutions, uh, I, I, I just didn't feel those decisions. Mm-hmm. I felt like when Hampton and A&T and um, I believe it's another school that I'm not thinking of that made the decision that, oh, we're going to go to the Big South or, you know, like I feel like it didn't have the idea that Dion is kind of preaching in mind. And so I feel like his idea to one big black college uh, championship is where I want. All right. Okay. Next one. Judge rules that Deshaun Watson can testify in nine of the civil cases of his accusers. And go. Good. That's all I got to say. Good. Good. So yourself, my dude. Good. Yeah. My thing is, why only nine? If he had twenty something like accusers, twenty-two, yeah. Well, well, how many of those accusers actually put their name on it? Right, and that might be why it's only the nine, because it's only the people who put their names out there that he gets to defend himself against. Right, and the now, other ones, because you're not putting your name out there, you're taking away some of your credibility. Right, and, and and now, like, because of you hearing stuff like this, you can see that the attorney because there's no criminal suit that's been filed yet which is my issue mm-hmm. no criminal suit has been been filed yet um and i can tell by the fact that the police officers and the the police down there in houston the fact that they're staying mum on it um lets me know that there probably won't be any charges filed yep i agree no we would have known by now right they would have done everything they could uh-huh. right. yeah. <laughs> yeah all right last one Zion Williamson has made the decision that he is not going to reach out to his teammates. Is this fair or foul? Am I going yet? Yeah. Didn't say no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go, I'm sorry. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I feel some guy because I'm an introvert at heart. I get mm-hmm. it. Like I'm not always the <laughs> and I'm definitely not the the gotta go by somebody else's definition of what the rules are because that's the whole point here everybody's like oh but he got a new teammate cj mccullough just came here why isn't he you know embracing his teammates but it's the historically it's been said zion is just a very introverted person stays Mm -hmm. to himself so he's just being him why am i punishing you for being you right so so i i do understand that part of it but the one thing i do know about you is that like you're going to go out of your way to make people feel comfortable. And so mm-hmm. while you may not necessarily like throw out the red carpet and stuff like that for, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, because you're an introverted person, if somebody joins your team, whether, you know, wherever it be, you're going to say, hey, welcome to the team. And whether that be all of that, then yeah. So I'm going to tell just one quick thing. No, go ahead. no definitely. Kyler Murray is this way. Uh, Cause some people just ain't did another thing. That, look, that's true. 
Just saying. Yeah. All yeah, right. That, that's one. Look, that's one that we gonna have to come back to. This <laughs> yeah. calamari, this calamari drama, like we gonna have to come back Ooh, to. Bye bye. Listen. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on with this. Yes. Mm-hmm. On to the real. Yeah. All right. Now this guy right here. Um, I'm ready. You, I hated, for this. hated <laughs> him and his brother. Oh wow. The really? Klitschko brothers. Okay. Hated both of them because they dominated boxing during a time where we needed American boxers to dominate. And yeah. People lost interest in the sport. Oh wow. But th- okay. they were dominant. Both okay. Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko Klitschko um uh-huh. were both dominant boxers. But um it's really good to see this story <laughs> um about Vitaly. Woo we I bet he I bet he wish he was in a boxing ring right now though. Yeah, well, I mean right he might he technically he you know he is in a might be considered ring. this is a boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, bet he, I bet he wish he had Putin in the boxing ring right oh now. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Yeah. So yeah, this is pretty cool. He's obviously, as Jared just alluded to, he's a um a former uh heavyweight boxing champion, right? Mm-hmm. But now he's the mayor of the capital of Ukraine. Kiev. Mm -hmm. Kiev. And so he is in the biggest fight of his life right now. Yeah, yeah. We we know what's going on. We know we uh actually actually saw like video of some missiles being, you know. I can't watch um it's oh man it's so unfortunate because you see that it's it's, i mean they're not just attacking like military bases and stuff like that they're they're attacking civilians and kids mama daddies folks minding their business yeah and and even if no matter what side you fall on you know we know that in war attacking civilians is a no-no absolutely you know, so absolutely, and they don't really have a like army to yeah. per se. Like Ukraine never really established a full fledged right. army, so they're almost helpless. I mean, this is yeah. one of yeah. the superpowers of the world, right? That's they're, they're attacking you. It's crazy. They're they're part they're part of NATO, and so they they depend yeah. on us. The 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 reciprocal nature of the relationship is you give us a closer, you know positioning to our enemies right you know and we give you protection in that if someone like russia tries to invade you right and take over your territory we are supposed to step in and first sanction them which i don't get i don't understand that part that that passive aggressive mess right let's just get to business what are we going to sanction you you? right all yeah. right, they getting bombs dropped on them, and right. y'all are sending I don't sanctions. know that they really care about. Yeah, yeah, like if they really cared about the sanctions, then I'm pretty sure Putin would have decided not to to drop exactly. these bombs exactly. that they're dropping. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout oh, out to, to Vitaly. Yes, good, good, good luck, Vitaly. Um, he he <clears> said <throat> it all. I mean, yeah. So as the mayor of the capital of this country that's under mm-hmm. attack, I just I pray that some of his sports mind kind of things can can help them in these moments you know what i mean praying for them but yeah i thought it was it's a sad story that this is what's happening but it's a good thing that you know you translate from sport to something 
politics in this way right. in such a pivotal time for your country. So. Yeah. Shout out to his brother. I believe his brother is going home to help. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where they were living, but I believe he's going home to help as well. Mm -hmm. That's good. I pray for them to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Feel good final thought? Yes. What's Sarah that? Nurse. Here we go with another first, but it's okay. We're not gonna keep we're not gonna keep harping on that same. Right. We get it. Y'all get it. You know how we feel about it, but yeah, right. <laughs> we're still going to celebrate these people. But here we go with another yeah. first. Yeah. Um, and Sarah Nurse is the first African American woman to win gold in ice hockey. So mm -hmm. for those of you who have been living under a rock, <laughs> the Winter Olympics has been going on for the last, I believe, six weeks now. It's over now, but yeah. it's over now. Well, it had been going now. on for um mm -hmm. for you know the previous six weeks and so mm -hmm. um we've seen quite a few first. Absolutely. We talked um, about on here about um the speed skater Aaron Jackson yes. who's from Ocala. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw um Black woman, this is the first year that they had the one-man bobsled, mm -hmm. and she came in second place. Okay. Um, she came in second place in that event, American woman. Go, girl. Um, Love it. Get that so we, we've just seen, yeah. you know, all of this Black girl magic throughout uh, the Winter Olympics. Love it. Because it used to be that this wasn't where we shined. We weren't even involved. Right in things in the winter olympics so this is awesome so kudos yeah. to her i'm happy for her i mean i know it wasn't just her she's a part of a team but still right. she was um able to to help her team get to this place so kudos congratulations um miss nurse yes. on your goals ma'am yes yeah all right show picks what right. you watching so I don't even know how to start this about this movie. Um, I, you know what? I'm, mm -mm. I don't even know if I'm in a space to talk about it right now. Yeah. Um, nah, and, and given I'm looking at the movie that you you chose, and I understand why. Um, this was one that I wanted to go to the movies to see and mm -hmm. to keep y'all out of it's suspense the hate you give yeah um about the young lady who witnessed her best friend who was a young black man um murdered by the police because that's what it was yeah um while they were out one night and she happens to be a part of a different her lifestyle is different than most yeah. of the people that she grew up with right and so it's just that interesting dynamic of watching her maneuver and try to figure out who she is in the middle of these oh, two worlds as they yeah. collide. And um, it, I, I don't even have words. Like yeah. it just, it took me somewhere. It, mm -hmm. it just broke my heart and it, because I felt her. I grew up like this. Mm. Okay. I was the black girl that went to the all white elementary school that then transitioned to the middle school where the other black kids came in. I mean, my situation wasn't a murder, but just that struggle. Right. Trying to figure out how you fit in when you mm -hmm. in these two worlds. Right. 
it just I I get it. So it just really touched me. So that and I'm sorry. I know that I didn't put this on here, but Love is Blind season two, baby. Oh mm. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. 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 All right, so mine was, and it's crazy because this this movie came out years ago. Yes, it was. And so I just good. had never seen really in its entirety. Okay, yeah, had never seen it in its entirety, but Oof. not easily broken. Yes. Yeah. So crazy movie. <laughs> <laughs> crazy movie. Um, can I just say that I love what is her name? Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer. Let's she was the back. ultimate mama. She could be my auntie any day. Yeah. Oh my God. I would hang out with her all day yes. long. Like she is listen, her blackish character. Yeah. My favorite part, my aunt says this all the time. Her favorite part too is her saying, um, please black Jesus. <laughs> Hilarious. She always her, she's like black Jesus. Maybe uh -huh. black Jesus. That is, so good, but yeah, she is, and 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 let's just say, for her, she is somebody who has been very open about her struggles with her mental health. Yeah. So to see her thrive and strive, and just every role she plays, she just knocks it out of the park. Like, yes. yeah, I love it. Love her. Yes. All right, we at the All end right. of another one. We did it. Yes, episode 150. I don't know if we did enough to celebrate 150. We did not. You we didn't what? even talk about it. I'm going to tell you why. Because I, while 150 is, a, is certainly a, a dope milestone, we got to gear up for 200. Now we got to start planning yeah. for we got We got to start planning for 200 now. We got to start planning for 200 because 100, we, we had to be virtual for it. Yep. I don't care what we got to do. We're going to be in the same place for 200. <laughs> We're going to have a whole bunch of people in the same place. Right, right. No, for real. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. We're going to get, we need to just get started now yeah, planning yeah. what that looks like. So y'all just stay tuned because we're going to be, because it, it happens so fast. Yeah. I, you saw, I sent you and Cord that video. From right. It's like, that was episode 63. Like, what? Right. <laughs> what? Crazy. And here we are. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But if you guys want to get in contact with us, you can shoot us an email at Phil, the number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Um, hit us up on Twitter at Phil, the number two, the real P1. IG, Phil, the number two, the real podcast at Phil, the number two, the real podcast. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook and YouTube, Phil to the real podcast. Um, oh, yes. Right there behind. <laughs> oh, I'm reading wrong way. Yep. Yep. Just like that. Yep. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, we, we thank you guys. We appreciate you guys for um, continuing to listen to us. I'm hyped to be back. I'm so uh, excited to be back. We're going to ride this thing into 200. Yes. And so ride into these universities. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, what are 200s and some like dope? Universe. Oh my gosh, don't start no stuff. Don't start no stuff. We love yeah. you guys, but we out. Peace. Peace. Oh, there you go. You back to it. I'm back. <laughs> I'll be figuring out where I can put my hands so I know what to do. Now put the cameras on me. 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 Put
Put the cameras on me. Put the cameras on me.